Hello everyone to whoever is listening to this. This is episode number 89. It's... Tw- sorry, uh, sorry I was... So it's uh, 30th of September. It's a Wednesday. And it's 11.50 right now. Okay. And yeah, I am still far away from achieving my challenge, like the challenge which I gave myself of producing seven tracks in seven days. And today is the seventh day and I am not ready with seven tracks, but at least I am ready with four tracks. Uh, I wasn't able to work in between uh, because of the work issues, but I think so. I still have one day left if like I said that I would be ready with seven tracks on 90th day I still like and like I'm, I'm not saying that some miracle would happen and I have finished three three tracks but let's see I can finish them in in just one day like finishing three tracks in one day let's see that can happen or not if that happens then I'm finished the challenge because now till now I have four tracks already with me and almost like I worked halfway on a fifth track and fun fact was I made one track one of those four tracks in FL studio so basically I was rendering uh, I was rendering my DJ set video on on this thing uh, on my PC so it didn't get rendered properly anyways so i had to do it on my mac through encode and yeah even through encode it's having some issues but let's see how it uh, renders because the thing is i can have it rendering like i can pause the rendering on my mac because i don't have to shut it down but in case of the pc i have to shut it down uh, to because it's, it doesn't have a battery to survive and in case of laptop i can have it like pause it and then run it again that can happen that is doable so i'm doing it on mac it may take two or three days but yeah so as it was rendering so i wasn't able uh, to produce at the same time because it it will consume super super heavy cpu volume of pram and cpu so i don't i didn't want to like burn my <laughs> mac in that case so i didn't i did produce on my pc i had a fl studio installed in it and i made a recent track i finished almost i finished the idea complete so it can be considered as one track and uh, yeah i really had fun but the thing is fl studio is still so behind in terms now i realize like first i used to use the fl studio for a longer time and i thought that okay this is the this is one of the best softwares like you don't need any other door everything can be done in fl studio and all that but now when i'm using ableton now i realize why people used to compare ableton and fl studio which is not uh i'm i'm like i don't uh i'm not fully in support with that like I, still anyone can make any track in any door it's not the question of the door but the thing is the kind of signal flow and the kind of workflow which has to be there while you're making music is more apt in ableton and logic 
and even more apt in pro tools pro tools is so industry standard that it's too too much of organization in that so yeah in terms of uh, like a door uh, a very unique door fl studio wins because you don't have to make channels anymore that's what i've realized when i finished the track ma- making the track in fl studio like every other door has channels like one channel you make a channel then everything is associated to that channel the volume the effects you apply to it and all that it's like a standard workflow but the problem is when 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 there's a very new producer a very new producer just getting to learn music it's very difficult for them to grasp uh, the whole workflow of channels very well fl studio is the only door i think which doesn't have the channel format like all all other doors which i saw made be uh, pro tools or ableton which i use and uh, pro, but logic and uh, what else reason cubase nuendo and all other doors which i saw <sighs> you are not the day <laughs> so yeah uh, all other doors i saw have this channel flow where you have to make channels and every channel has its own settings associated and then you can use your these channels to route your to other channels like to bus or to uh, send uh, uh, send uh, to a send channel and get the audio from a return channel so all this is mostly called a channel workflow according to me it's not like it isn't named channel workflow but this is what it is it's it's like that channel flow basically things are flowing channel is uh, basically uh, the thing uh, signal is more sophisticated like i can't i can't sum it up like in a proper sentence but it's more sophisticated way of working and more appropriate work way of working in doors the channel method but what fl studio does is it it completely eliminates the whole workflow the whole need of channels it, it just gives you a drawing board and just make whatever you want <sighs> sorry this is the second yawn i am feeling really sleepy i'm i'm just going to sleep after recording this and uh, yeah what i was saying yeah about fl studio so fl studio is more of like a canvas an open canvas where they just say fl studio says that just make the track then you can route all your uh, audio to mixers and everything you can do it afterwards you don't need to do it earlier in your production just lay down all the audio files lay down all your clips lay down all your loops lay, lay down everything on on the dog and the track is made and then you can just go and route it to mixer then have the signal flow have the send channel and all that so this is like a complete uh, different workflow and it works for new newbies and beginners because everything is so smooth you don't even have to like 
make a channel and what first learn what that is what are the channel settings and all that it's pretty much difficult for a beginner to understand all that but anyways if i see uh, uh, the way they have made everything easy in fl studio even that is sometimes easy difficult for a newbie because the thing is when i uh, i used to teach music production uh, earlier like before the covid time i used to teach music production and uh, i used to teach on fl studio and the thing was even the flow in fl studio was wasn't uh, the students were weren't able to grasp it maybe the students i got were not that good like they were not much interested in music like or too much passionate about passionate about the music but the thing was evil studio still has like a difficult workflow the whole daw thing has a difficult workflow to be really honest but if we compare all the daws evil studio is one of the most easiest to understand like in the long run and there are many settings which are missing uh like side chaining tracks to each other and routing your uh, the channel channel flow having the like many many things which are missing from a normal workflow in fl studio but still i have seen like lot of producers still use fl studio as a main door and these are like the biggest bigger producers i'm talking about i think martin garrix uses still uses fl studio and and logic maybe he uses fl studio and logic i've heard that and uh, many of avici used to use fl studio uh, for a longer time he he just stuck he was only using fl studio for a very longer time and many many big producer that most that most uses like he has used like any every other daw in this world so he is one of them david get has also used fl studio for a while there's a website i don't remember the name i think it's called gear something something gear so it shows that which producer uses which daw it's very interesting to see what other producers have uh, have there uh, like they also show what what these producers have like apart from the daw so that may be a daw or any plugin they use or any piece of hardware they use or on any other uh equipment they use for example uh headphones or speakers monitors whatever they just it, the website actually lists this down lists down fuck and fumble a lot while i'm sleeping so this list is basically uh, if i google now the audio will pause for some reason on my phone so i don't want to do it it's called something gear gear or something so even if you google like which producers use fl studio you'll get a list and mostly the first second or third result will be that website it's basically they have listed down all the gear which a particular producer has music producer has uh, and it's it's really nice like i used to look at that list when i had i i remember i still remember right now four years ago i when i had that small nokia phone i used to look i, I used to view that website on that phone so it's it's very old it's a very old website from that website i got to know a lot of things about like about the existence of lot of doors 
and uh, lot lots of plugins and lots of uh, audio gear analog plugins uh, not analog plugin analog uh, systems basically i got to know a lot about that from that website it's it's mostly almost the uh, known producers whoever is known in the industry like even a bit they are listed on that website for sure i don't know why i don't remember because i'm feeling sleepy that's why i don't remember the name i'll i'll probably sleep uh, in the 15th minute i don't know i'm feeling really sleepy the thing is i don't want to just fall asleep and keep the recording on because i can do that i am capable of doing that and the recording would be on for like 6 hours or 7 hours or something that won't affect because i have kept it on m4a setting so it won't go beyond the size it can keep like 100 hours of recording anyways but that's a huge pain for me to then get that audio and chop and anyways why am i talking about that i'll i'll finish the whole podcast within 15 minutes today uh, i just wrap up about i'll just talk more about fl studio and then i'll wrap up uh, so uh, this fl studio thing so while i was working today on fl studio i it was kind of a nostalgia which which hit me when i was first using fl studio and things which took me really a long time to understand and now i could do it like within minutes like i finished this track on fl studio within like an hour or an hour or two hours maybe even if i didn't knew like i wasn't much used to fl studio for like past one year so i had to like figure my figure things out and i do i didn't have any plugins on fl uh, studio as well so i used all the native plugins rather than uh, any all the native plugins which are which were there uh, and like even the effects and instruments and everything so yeah it was really fun actually working on those projects the only difference i had working now was that i i worked only with audio audio files like i laid down all the audio kicks and claps and everything like in a particular manner today usually i don't do that i use a sequencer or a sampler and then put my samples in it and then program it in midi that's what i prefer doing because that's what uh, something i i think it's better for my workflow in that that way uh but yeah it's it, it can work in audio with audio also it's not a big pain but uh yeah that's what i i can't do today because fl studio doesn't support uh, all that midi sequencing so well like it has its own sequencer step sequencer the sequence of view basically you can make your entire beat and then have that loop over and over again and then you can that's there are many ways to do that but uh, eventually it's uh, up to your personal preference it's not like a piece of audio is going to make a difference when you use it in directly or if you use it in sequence it's just the volume or something which which is mis- which is low on sequence so people think that uh, the audio sounds loud so people think that 
normal audio is better rather than the step sequencer step sequencer like even or the midi sequencer of uh, sample help me to pitch it up and down very easily like I, if i want to pitch a uh, have multiple pitch of a particular sample in just one loop it's very easier for me to do that or if in ableton we plug in such as this uh, drum rack which helped me to like load up 15 20 samples and then i just program my beat inside using all those samples it's very easy and in ableton it's much easier doing that because it is like ableton is more like it's uh, something a toy which is given to you dismantled so now you can see each and everything in that toy so basically if that uh, there was a toy car which we used to get in like i used to get in my childhood for, then if the car is like packed you know that this is a car these are the wheels this is how the car moves but once you open this car you understand how the car moves and all the wiring and all that thing so basically there was a car which i which i used to play and uh, which which had those sparks inside it wasn't like uh, so it looked like it it's giving out fire so it wasn't a fire it was a stone it was a round stone which was inside that car and which was uh, hit by another metal which generated those kind of sparks so i thought so that that was the reason it created that spark so i you get to know once you open everything and ableton is like that uh specifically i'm talking about ableton and not any other dog i think pro tools is also like that from from some point of view but ableton is more like it's it's the same toy just given to you dismantled now you can see each and everything you can change each and everything inside it and do make whatever you want fl studio is more like a toy just a toy maybe a diy toy so you can see everything but not literally everything you can see what's given to you by the manufacturer or toy manufacturer so basically fl studio will give you all the fancy plugins and everything but they won't tell you it's very like difficult to understand what what things stand for what in that plugin so basically I, if you have this delay plugin so it doesn't have a visual representation or a proper metric value in uh, fl studio like um, usually a delay should be uh, given in form of ratios because it's mostly synced with the bpm but in fl studio it's more or, or it's only the timing like uh, even in uh, the delay 2 and delay 3 both have just the timing thing so you have to adjust the delay according to the time actually delay works like that but if you go inside the packaging you see you'll see that it's more synced with the bpm it's more smarter way to have a good uh, bpm and uh, the send channels are by default like you can make a new send channel in ableton you can't do that in fl studio i remember earlier there used to be uh, send channel configuration but now they have removed since like 11 or 12 i don't remember but that's something which has to be done in a door uh, prior to when you're producing so there there's all these things missing so it's like like i said uh, the example of a toy so all if, if you like compare every door with a toy it's more like ableton is given to you like a dismantled way it's basically like lego uh no not like lego 
so basically like that game we used to have in our childhood i don't remember the name it's okay it, you get all the dismantled parts of a robot and you you build that robot basically by using screwdrivers electric con- connections and everything so it's kind of that kind of game and essentially it's more like a ready made toy it's given to you you can just play with play around it so you don't have to worry about all the complications which are going on anyways it's 20 minutes up right now and yeah, i thought i would finish it in 15 minutes but yeah i managed to talk the whole way through and yeah if you if you like if you have any thoughts on fl studio or any do in general just let me know in my instagram dms my instagram dm uh, sorry my instagram id is kretex music and uh, if you like this episode stay tuned you'll get a new episode every day if you want to know why exactly am i doing this like recording an audio pod audio journal podcast or anything or something or if you want to know more about it you can just listen to the trailer of this podcast or listen to the first episode you will get a detailed idea about it and uh, yeah if if you thanks for sticking around if you are listening to this so far and yeah i am going to sleep right now so yeah thanks for listening bye